comes the, here comes the, y'all don't really worry like Welcome back, everybody. It is episode 64, I believe, of the Moneyline Madness podcast. It's, uh, it's a different day today. Tuesday, first first show of the week on a Tuesday hasn't happened in a while, but uh, yeah. definitely a, a big night last night for us, too. Uh, you want to you wanna go through it, or do you want me to go through it? Because I certainly hey. don't want to go through it. Hey, I do not mind going through it. And honestly, it's not what I expected to happen in any way, shape, or form. I mean, if you would have told me that Max Scherzer would have crumbled in the Bronx last night, I probably wouldn't have believed you because the guy's just been coming for necks all season. But... But one thing that did, you know, really intrigue me was his last start before that against the Phillies. And um, when he kind of... No, 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 uh, against the Braves. Braves. Against the Braves, I'm sorry. Um, Against the Braves. Um, When he, you know, he had a real chance to kind of step on their necks and really lay the foot down like we're going to be taking control of not only this series, but this season. And when he didn't, I kind of saw like, it almost felt like that moment where rocky hit drago and they were like oh he he bleeds too you know like yeah. he's human so we saw max scherzer kind of come down to earth the past like week and then last night they finally they figured out a way to get to him and aaron judge that home run i mean that was just that was electric like yeah that was about as predictable uh, of a home run as there could have it been was, I, it, it was it really was i don't know why you're throwing him fastballs but to be uh, on max's side here yesterday he clearly didn't have it but a lot of and the SMY guys were going back to it. I don't know what the yes guys were saying, but they were going back to his last start a lot. He was pretty good in his last start. He allowed he was, he late, just didn't have the run support. Late in the game, unfortunately, he walked two guys in a row and Buck took him out with two outs. All he needed to do was get one guy out, and uh instead they put out a Vino in and all three runs came in to score that were his. So unfortunately yeah. that kind of screwed him over last start. So he was pretty good in his last start, but definitely wasn't Max Scherzer. And he yesterday that off speed stuff. You know, yes yeah, yesterday his slider was speed. yeah. Yesterday his slider was not was really not working. He was not throwing his change out much at all, which he never really does. But uh yeah, he just didn't have it. I definitely didn't expect it. And now the decision to put Taiwan Walker starting tonight looks humongous because now Jacob DeGrom's not here to save you. I know why Buck wants to separate them because Having them, having Jacob pitch this day and then two days later have Max Scherzer, that saves your bullpen. But you're playing the Rockies next uh, this weekend. Like you can beat yeah. the Rockies without Jake. Max but I think, yeah. I think Third the reason, time. yeah, I think the reason is it lines up both Jake and Max to pitch against the Dodgers, which is more important. But mm-hmm. punting games now really sucks because they only have a three game lead now. So. Things yeah, kind and, of and, and hey, man, I thought this was supposed to be the World Series for Mets fans, right? Like, this was supposed to be the big, I, I want to I want to mention something. And tie, yeah. like, splitting the series was the most inevitable thing that probably could have happened. Yeah. Like, even after those two games last month, there was, like, I mean, every, each of us were going to defend home court. Like, that's really no shocker. Well, tonight's game hasn't happened yet. So, let's we, we could hit Frankie Montas really well. Who knows? I don't know how the hell they didn't hit Domingo Herman last night. I was don't just going to say, you're not hitting don't Domingo Herman. The, I mean, the Mets have this thing because go look at how they've played against the probably two of the three best pitchers they faced this year are Nola and Zach Wheeler. They're 9-0 and against them. They, yeah, they're, they're, they're familiar faces good, in the National League. Yeah. They tend to hit good pitching, but when a team pitches somebody who's very mediocre, the Mets kind of overlook him, and he usually dominates, and that's what happened last night, unfortunately. Luckily, they got to him a little later in the game. Vogel back with that home run, which... I really was just was a, a, 
issue that came off of Pete Alonso's fly ball. You know, well, like that was yeah. that was just a mistake. Well, well two. nobody talks about it. Daniel Vogelback was getting up no matter what. That would have been yes. the second out. It would have yes. been a solo home run. But yeah, yeah, that that was uh, that was when I thought I thought the Mets are going to win that game when they make that pop up there because if Vogelback has a home run there, he got one run game. Unfortunately, James McCann needs to get the fuck off my baseball team. I mean, he's he is the one thing. The reason he's on this team is because he's a good catcher. He was horrible last night. He yeah. could not stop telling him to throw fastballs to their best hitters. I love Max. Max doesn't throw 99. All right, he throws 94, 95. Everybody sees that. It's not Jacob DeGrom out there. You need him throwing his off-speed pitches, and I get it. His slider wasn't the best, but I'd rather him throw a slider that's going to duck out of the strike zone for a ball instead of hanging a fastball right down the middle to a guy with 44 home runs or whatever he had. All so. Right. Yeah, James McCann needs to get the hell off the team. But, he stinks. 100%. Uh, yeah, that was just terrible. I mean, uh, double R, what's going on, bro? Appreciate the comment. I just think, I think one thing that you called Domingo Herman mediocre, and the one thing I think that is forgotten about Domingo Herman is that he has nasty stuff. He it's does. just a matter no, of he can does. he control it. And last night was the first night this season that we've seen him actually able to control his stuff in the way that like. Aaron Boone has the confidence in him to do it. And that's really what was most impressive is that he was able to like find spots and pay corners with his breaking stuff. And that was honestly the difference between him and Max Scherzer last night, because Max was still throwing a solid fastball. And like you said, he throws between 94 and 96. But when your off speed stuff can't paint the corners and is missing outside of the zone, I know even Max's slider was missing high a couple times. And that yeah. was kind of like, it was really weird because that doesn't happen to him. And then to see Herman on the other side come out and pay corners, it was it was refreshing as a Yankee fan. So that was kind of yeah. cool. And then I really knew the game was a wrap when um, I, I I won't lie. I was also kind of scared after the Vogel back home run. I mean, obviously as you should be, because there's no reason to believe your bullpen was going to hold the game. I just I don't know but how the Mets then, met them, I mean, but. but then the bullpen gave me confidence when I saw Johnny Lasagna come out attacking the zone when he comes out and he's aggressive attacking batters. That's the difference when he tries to get fancy because he's the exact opposite of Herman and Scherzer. He's not coming out here trying to, you know, get you to swing and miss. He's overpowering you with a fastball and he's a solid changeup to give you, you know, something off tempo. But when I saw him coming at Pete Alonso on the hands with a, you know, 100 mile an hour fastball, that was the pitcher that dominated for the Yankees last season. And that was so good out of the bullpen. And that's the type of guy that they need to continue, you know, holding that spot in our in our pen if we want to see any success and the mix-up between him and Herman was a great look so like it wasn't just about the fact that both of those guys played well last night but Aaron Boone I do have to give him some credit because people love to criticize him that was a great managerial decision to go from him Marinaccio to then yeah. you know Johnny Lasagna like it was just yeah. it was a great look and especially shout out to you know Tom's River native Ron Marinaccio because dude he looks he's, like he's eight years old he does honestly he looks nasty, like he's eight years old man dude so three players in this game and the and I think it was Keith Hernandez who brought it up Beatty Oswaldo Cabrera and Ron Marinaccio all look like they they're completely incapable of growing beards they look like they're eight years old in middle they're school kids. like amazing yep. I, I and Double R says when your off speed is off, it's easy to sit fastball, especially one with 95 speed. And as a guy like Aaron Judge, he's going to sit on that. I mean, you saw, his, what was it, his like third or fourth at bat. I mean, he just 
Scherzer did not want to give him a strike at all. I Everything said Everything was a slider in the dirt, and that's what he should have been, honestly, the whole time. Yeah. I know you don't want to just walk guys intentionally, well, you know, showing you're afraid. Look, this is what, that's what I, I do at MLB The Show, and it works, all right? I said it to my dad and my brother who I was watching the game with. I said, give him the four here. There's two outs. There's no reason to hang a fastball to this guy or hang anything to this guy. Yeah. Face Rizzo. Rizzo's the guy I'd go after. Threw them the pit. Threw him the pitch. He hits it was. It was 383. It almost went out of the stadium, which is a joke. But uh, it's unbelievable. The the, the the James McCann really ruined my night last night. Good he, for him. He was the, I, he I was hope he got cause. what he wanted. Yeah. Hope he got I, what he wanted. It is what it is. Yeah. But we got some more baseball bats, so we're gonna be talking about those. And I mean, not just Yankees Mets, because honestly. Those games are kind of, these are unpredictable games, Subway Series games. Like, you know, last night, you would have told me Domingo Herman is giving you, you know, nearly seven innings of work and is only recording three strikeouts when his yeah. line sat at three and a half. Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting. So those types of things, I don't know. Yankees, Mets, I stay away from just from the, I try to avoid betting with my heart. So I'm, I'm sticking with the analytics for my bets today. Unless you've Ooh. got something for Yankees, Mets. Oh, I do. Let it fly. I do, and and it's it's more because he's been so amazing. And I know Yankee fans, and I saw on Twitter, and, and my friend was texting me like crazy. They love to make fun of Francisco Lindor. And I'll tell you right now, Aaron Judge is great, and I love Aaron Judge. He's the best player of either of these two teams. But Aaron Judge isn't Francisco Lindor. He's not flashy. He's not that guy, right? He's not that sell your team, you know what I mean, face of the team. I mean, he is a face of the team, but you get it. They don't have a guy like Francisco Lindor. Francisco Lindor is confident. And that's what I like. He's not cocky. He's confident. I saw a lot of Yankee fans talking shit about him because he looks cocky. People were making fun of his hair. He's had the same hair for like eight years, but whatever. So he was very bad last night. Like this was probably the worst game of the season for him. I don't know what he was doing on that defensive. Yes, sir. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good, uh, that's a good, uh, rule a great point. Double R. Facts. <laughs> yeah. But Lindor looked terrible last night, made a bunch of mistakes. It happens coming off of that because he's been so good. I think he has a really good game today. So I have him over one and a half bases today. I think he hits an early double or something like that to get that out of his head. Because he was, I mean, he was bad. He got struck out on a curveball and went back to the dugout laughing, which I didn't love. But he yeah. got fooled. If there was happened. anybody to uh, yeah. to kind of have a, a day, I would expect it to be Francisco Lindor. Just being that he's the Yankee killer, you know, the, ever since his Cleveland days. Yeah, I mean, we go back slam. to... You know, yeah, um, you go back to the wild card in like 2017, the Grand Slam. He's always been, you know, just a Yankee killer. And then last year when he wanted to do his little theatrics after, you know, getting his little regular listen, season man, win, we'll let him have his, it. Sure. That sure, was, that was his, his uh, earning his Mets pinstripes, yeah. whatever you want to say. Hey, was, and you know what? Sure. And I'll say this. If he never broke his finger in L.A. because he did play through a broken finger for a month, which nobody talks about, that's that's guts because broken fingers probably don't feel great. Um, he'd probably be an MVP candidate right now, but unfortunately he played a month with yeah, but instead Half he wants to finger. sit in the, the locker room and finger McNeil's pooper. And he okay, no, he broke. So, bro you know, it is what it is. I'm sure he could play through it if that's really what he, he wants to be doing you know, his free time. You would think that's a bad way to look at it. The way he actually broke it's probably worse. He broke it on a hotel door in Los Angeles. So, I mean, it's oh, much better. Yeah, that isn't much better. Oh, man. But, all right, I got some, some picks today, and I am in love with absolutely all of these. I think that... If there was ever a chance for like a clean sweep of my picks today, I am the most confident in these few that I have on the board right now. So with that being said, I'm going to take my talents. And I don't, I know many people probably 
aren't saying this, but I'm taking my talents to the Chicago Cubs game. <laughs> and that is... Certainly none yeah. of the players are saying it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not many sure. players are going to be saying that. They have a doubleheader today going up against the Cardinals. Cardinals, one of the hottest teams in baseball. They're 9-1 and one in their last 10, and they're just they're rolling right now. Um, so what I am going to do, game one, Adam Wainwright on the mound. Talk about, you know, your ace going up against one of the worst teams in baseball. So what I'm going to do is stack both both the first uh, first half run line, which comes in at minus one half. So winning by a run in the first five innings that comes in at minus 138. And I'm going to be taking that along with the Cardinals minus one and a half throughout the whole game for minus 118. And I feel like that stack is really just, you know, the Cardinals are going to dominate. Yeah. And that's what I'm relying on. Their offense has been rolling. And when you have 50 year old Albert Pujols, the corpse of him coming out and still banging home runs night after night. Yeah. I mean, dude, he is raking off of lefties lately and we've seen it his whole career. But even last night, I mean, the guy gave him a 93 mile an hour fastball that was at the letters out of the zone. And he still, he just taps it out the park. Like, yeah. it's real quick about Albert. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you why September is gonna be so amazing. Right? Yeah. You go look at their lead in the division. I believe it's six games now. Uh, okay. Five games now. So if they could get that up to eight or nine, they can start playing Albert every day, every single game. They don't usually do that. Usually he's he's mix and match in. They get because if they've won the division, he's just chasing 700. And yeah. if he plays every day in September, which I think he will. Because the Brewers look terrible, although I do have one of their uh, players tonight to hit something. Um, I definitely think uh, Albert will get his shot at 700, and I'm sure we'll be tracking that all throughout. Because, honestly, that's probably the coolest moment in in the last decade of baseball, I think. I've never seen anybody hit the 700, so it'd be insane. Double R says it's a division game as well. Yeah, Yeah. so literally both two. Yeah, back-to-back division. Like, I'm riding this stack at till the wheels fall for for the Cardinals as long as they're playing the Cubs and for the for the second game actually if you want to take their minus one and a half that comes in at plus money uh there weren't any props on the first five innings yet as I had checked before we started but I'm gonna do the same thing stacking the first half run line of you know half a run and in addition to the full game run line I mean the Cubs are an awful team and these guys, you know, it's going to be a high-scoring game. So I expect the Cardinals to just put up runs. And I don't know. I, Andy, I feel like I got to mention it just being that, you know, it was so... Like, I wouldn't have mentioned it if my tweet had went under the radar. But being that that's the most liked reply to Carabas's tweet right now, I just... I feel <laughs> oh like I got to bring it up. Um, Jesus. So I, I'm not saying that Albert... No, no, you're saying. No, you're I'm saying. saying it. I'm saying yeah. it. I believe... This is my claim, and this is no disrespect to the career that Albert Pujols has had because he was one of my favorite players as a kid playing MLB The Show on the GameCube, or MLB The the Bigs, I'm sorry, playing The Bigs on the GameCube. Albert Pujols, Vladimir Guerrero, they were my favorite players to play with back then. But all I'm saying right now is what I am seeing is a resurgent season from Albert Pujols that he hasn't had. This is his highest slugging percentage, batting average, and OPS since his uh, since his Cardinals days in 2014. I think that in order to boost the ratings without Fernando Tatis on the field, I think Rob Manfred is turning the other cheek while Albert Pujols is using steroids on his farewell tour. Uh, I, d- I disagree, and here's the only reason why. 
I think it's more likely that pitchers are just giving them ducks right down the middle of the plate. Because look at the teams they've played. Um, the Diamondbacks are not playing for anything. The Cubs certainly aren't playing anything for anything. So they might just be, every time he pinch hits, just giving him a duck right down the middle of the plate. I haven't seen my, although yesterday he had a high pitch. But yeah, giving like, him something to hit out. That one or, doesn't go hard, bro. It, that and hit it, yesterday I, doesn't leave the park, in my I opinion. I don't like, disagree that, that there's... That no suspect to me. I'm, I'm not a Double R's because he shouldn't have left the cards. Sure. I agree. He went where the money was with the yeah. Angels. Hey, so that was really it. it. And that's it. that's all the Angels are known for. You go there, you get your bag, and then Josh you head Hamilton out. Josh Hamilton did you know? it. Josh yeah. Hamilton did it. Exactly. Josh Hamilton. He's getting farewell picks. That's what I, yeah, that's what I think is happening. Or, or maybe they're giving him juice balls, which is entirely possible. This is something the MLB has not had in... Since Jeter's 3000, honestly, I don't think there's yeah, been a chase they need like this. something. This is a massive... I mean, this is a... Not just the first ballot Hall of Famer. This is probably the greatest power hitter of this generation. A-Rod would have been on that list if it wasn't for, you know, him actually getting caught. Um, so I think it's... Uh, I think it's just everybody wants to see it. So I would right. be okay with it if it was Dude, true. Right, I don't I think it. he's taking PADs, though. I, really don't. I got a couple bullet points. I got I got a couple bullet points from my Here man, Mark, Here who, who replied to my tweet. Because, hey... Apparently, I'm not the only one that's thinking this. This tweet has over 150 likes right now. And Very true. Mark replied to me and he goes, you know, he hasn't been good for many. Like, he, ha he's, he was washed. He was washed up with the Dodgers with his last few years with the Angels. We saw it. Now, he has more uh, wins above replacement last year or this year than his last six combined. And then his average slugging and OPS are the best they've been since he played for St. Louis 11 years ago. And it's just like, it, it just shows to me that something beyond that is going on. I could totally get getting farewell pitch too. Maybe guys are throwing you a couple more meatballs out of respect. Yeah. But these statistics are a little too skewed for my liking. I, well, yeah, I can't I agree. I mean, I, Hey, I don't mind it. I, I think Albert Pujols deserves a farewell tour. He's one of the best players that I've watched play baseball. But this is, it's just kind of crazy to me. I, I kind of like the little, tweet above that. The tweet like, above it, yeah. Such bullshit. And sorry y'all think, uh, y'all think like this. Oh, y'all, I was reading that so wrong. Y'all think like this. Uh, to discredit, discredit Albert yeah. fucking pool holes. Damn right. Don't yeah. discredit. No, I, I mean, you uh, could be 1,000% right. I don't think he's taking PDs, but I do think that, listen, MLB September's, Looking pretty boring right now in the NL, at least. Exactly. Every single spot is taken. On. So in the National League, yeah, maybe they're doing a little something to get Albert that 700, but I don't think he's doing it. I think the league probably said, hey, we love you. You've been great. We love you. We need You've you. You've done to... great things. You already you already went back to St. Louis for us. Thank you. Now we're going to give you 700. He's what? Six away? I know. Seven yeah, away? Seven away. He's, He's going to get there. I think he's definitely going to get there. And I think it's uh, either a mix of juice balls or the pitchers are just giving him ducks right over the plate. But I don't yeah, think he's uh, steroiding. But I do think you're right. They are doing something to something PR sus. It's just something. Like. Yeah, something is sus for the you know public relations and you know what? of the MLB. And That's all Anybody who uses A-Rod as a, uh, the, you know, why didn't they do it for A-Rod? Nobody liked A-Rod. I love it. Yeah, A-Rod was Nobody liked A-Rod. Nobody liked yeah. player A-Rod until he retired yeah, and all of so. a sudden he was thrown in J-Lo, you know? Like, that was the only time that anybody started coming around on A-Rod because when he was a player, it was always Derek Jeter was the most loved. You know, it was, I mean, even on the 2009 World Series team, 
A-Rod had a fantastic playoffs and everyone was just like, oh, Dirt Jeter got the, got another ring, you know? Like, it was that type of story. And until both of them retired, like, it's weird because now I think A-Rod is the more universally oh, loved player. Oh, because like, he's everywhere. A-Rod's everywhere. He almost bought the Mets. He bought the Timberwolves. Worked on ESPN for so long. He's doing the K-Rod now. Everybody yeah. loves him. And he, you know what? He dated J-Lo for a long time. Exactly. So. When you're throwing it in J-Lo's chalupa, I mean, there's really just not much you could ask for besides some PR. Very true. Very you know, true. it is what it is. Losing out um, to Ben Affleck's pretty tough, though. It is. That is tough. tough but, to hey, get he up played though. Batman, and I, I don't know. You know I, he did play Batman. That's tough, man. He's also he's in The Departed, right? Yes. He, yeah, he's cool. he's, a, he's a great actor. And I'm, yeah. No, no discredit to, to Ben Affleck either. Yeah. Him and I don't Pool, think I expected a Ben list. Affleck. I did not expect a Ben Affleck reference in this episode. I didn't either. I'm all but, for it. Yeah. Let's get back I, to the bets. Why? <laughs> let's get back to bets. All right. Yeah, I got some. I got some more for you tonight because the Miami Marlins are intriguing me. Honestly, they're they're intriguing me tonight's game. Um, they are going up at 9:40 against the Athletics, and A's stink. I mean, they they're atrocious. So with Pablo Lopez, their second best pitcher on the mound, I expect Miami to, you know, play, do pretty well. So the first half, I have their uh, minus one run or minus 0.5 on the run line for the first five innings. That comes in at minus 110, something light, just to get us through. Last night, they put up four four runs in the first five, and that also had coverage. Shout out to Wise Capper, one of our uh, most sports cappers that that was his play last night, and Big man. just it, it's fantastic. So I'm going to ride that one. I'm going to tail him again on that tonight. And then in addition to that, I am coming with Pablo Lopez over 17 and a half outs to be recorded. And six I mean, innings that, for you at home. Six innings at home <laughs> against like, or no, they're no, not, not at home. At home. They're, no, for the, the people road, at home, six innings is what it is. Yeah, I know yeah, Mo yeah. struggled with that when we had him on here counting <laughs> six, outs. <laughs> yeah, counting, counting the outs. Six innings for Pablo Lopez. I mean, that's just, it seems relatively easy. A guy that, I mean, a lot of people wanted him at the deadline. A lot of teams, including our yeah. Yank and my Yankees. I'm sorry. I our Yankees. Yeah, get the fuck yeah, out of here with that. in there with yeah. that. But, I mean, it's just, I see the evidence behind it. The the fact that, you know, you look at the Padres and you're like, man, he only went four that game. You look at the Braves game, oh, he only went five, five and two thirds. And it's like, so mm, cool. where's the, you know, it's so close yet so far. But then you look when he plays bad teams, when he's playing a bad team, like the Reds, like the Cubs, you know, he's going the distance. He went seven innings against the Reds last week. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to take that all day when yeah. he's playing a bad team. He's playing the A's yeah, tonight. Playing Oakland. Oakland's exactly. Terrible. Like, Oakland stinks. They, they're only pulling him when they see the game is out of their yeah. reach. And if they're winning, they're going to ride him until the wheels fall off. Right. That's, that's my thought process on this. Oakland so, is in the news, and it is not for baseball, if you've seen anything from their I stadium. Not, actually. Uh, uh, they're selling it, I'm pretty sure, right? Like, they're tearing no, down no, no, no. trying to rebuild uh, the new stadium. There was, a, there was a video on the social media networks uh that was a uh fan to a couple of fans at a oakland athletic game farthest seat in the stadium and they were having a little uh fun if you will that's the way i'll put it oh. uh, you could go look that video up if you'd like they're investigating I'm, it that's that's I'm all oakland. right you're but good I... i'm gonna be sticking with with the game being played yeah <laughs> there um like i said marlin's first half I'm going to yeah. be taking their uh, minus half a run on the run line for minus 110. And then, like I said, the whole thing, Pablo. taking Pablo Lopez over 17 and a half outs to be recorded I love Pablo at Lopez minus 155. Person. We're riding with Pablo like and the Marlins. I was actually quite surprised when I saw his number was 17 and a half. Very odd. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the uh, Toronto at Boston game tonight. Boston's really bad. 
I, I kind of defended them for a long time, but they're they're a really bad team now. Like Even they, when they, they had a chance to get themselves yeah. out the mud, they don't help themselves yeah, yeah. at all. They just don't have enough talent on that team. Their pitching is pretty bad. I mean, look Atrocious. at tonight's pitcher. What is yeah, it? I mean, I Chris Sale, he's When Chris Sale is sitting, he just, you know, keeps getting hurt. His wrist, I mean, fondling his balls. I mean, you know, there's not much to, to be said. Like, that's your yeah. ace, and he's just playing cards, getting paper cuts, and he's out yeah. for the season. Yeah, like, come on, we need to get serious in Boston. Yeah, 60 and 62. I don't know what the pace is on that, but it ain't. it's actually probably like 80 and 82, right? Yeah, um, yeah, so, 80, 84. Yeah, um, so that's uh, pretty oh, bad. God. So, yeah, I don't expect. Oh, no. no. Oh, no, we're getting attacked. Oh, yep. Instant timeout for that one. Very nice. Okay. The fact uh, that that, wow, it's crazy that how the type of typing that those bots do to just throw in Putin in there is just crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. We've had Ben Affleck and Vladimir Putin on today's episode. Yeah. That's crazy crazy. features. Yeah. Not what I was expecting. Yeah. So back but, to what I was saying. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. yeah baseball. Boston's, Boston's yeah, baseball. Boston's terrible. Uh, I can't believe they're this bad. They're, they're pretty bad at building a team right now because their pitching has been bad for a few years now. Um, so I got Toronto minus one and a half. Toronto doesn't even have a pitcher named yet. Doesn't matter to me. The Boston's terrible. Winkowski. Uh, I see uh, Ross Stripling on the mound. Well, I'm on the MLB app and it doesn't say anybody. But if it's Ross Stripling, then that's fine by me. I mean, it, yeah, he's five and solid, three with so. two point eight ERA. I'll definitely yeah, take him against the yeah, Red Sox. It's it's Boston's going to need to uh, figure themselves out this offseason. season, and uh, yeah, that was rough. So there, uh, I got Blue Jays minus one and a half over Boston. So I got. That one. I have one more, but if you're gonna, if you got I was one. just gonna say that this is what Alex Cora deserves for being a cheating sack of shit. I knew you were gonna bring that up. I That's like really Alex. That's all Cora. I have to say. I'll I say this. I think he's a smug piece of garbage. He played and... for the Mets, so I'm definitely, definitely. Oh, really? He him. seems like a typical Met. You know, wow. I see him, and I like if I saw him on the street, I just want to mm, just give him a quick well, RKO. He, he was at the Little League World Series stuff uh, the other day, and all the players loved him. All the kids loved him. He was so nice to them. I like Alex Cora. He was. I went to my first Mets game. I was sitting in left field. He was playing left field. Love Alex Cora. So, big fan of him. But yeah, I understand why Yankee fans dislike him. Yeah, he's a cheating so, sack of shit, and he yeah. deserves everything that's coming in Boston right now. So, you know, he might have had a nice little career. You know, maybe, maybe. But he's never losing that job. He's gonna I be mean, their manager till he retires. You think so? Yeah, they wouldn't have hired him back if they didn't trust him. I they had know, to fire man. him and. <laughs> <laughs> Double R says a little RKO out of nowhere. Yeah, Facts. I just can't stand Alex Cora. Like the fact that he's just able to get his job back like that just doesn't something doesn't sit right with me about that. I don't know. I've never just, seen uh, somebody irritating. with an over a hundred percent secure job security because he Seriously. certainly had it. <laughs> like yeah, like that's just crazy. Like imagine that in any other workplace ever. You get suspended and then you come back and they're like okay. Like even AJ Hinch came back but he didn't come back to Houston. Like. I yeah. thought they should have, but they didn't. Yeah, no, I mean, Houston's just, they're still just rolling. Like, they are just they're rolling amazing. through. They're ridiculous. And they got they got JV on the mound tonight. And mm -hmm. I was honestly looking at his strikeout prop against the Twins. But I like the Twins as a team as well. I don't think that they're a, a slouch by any means. Uh, Aaron Sanchez is still in the league? Respect Aaron Sanchez. He had quality starts. He this has season. a 768 ERA. What the hell is he still in the league for? <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, him last year. He was getting shelled. With the Jays? 
I don't remember what it was. Or no, he played he with the, the Giants. Nationals. He played with the Giants for a little. No, Anibal Sanchez is the one that you're thinking of. For, uh... No, Aaron Sanchez was also on the Blue Jays with Marcus Stroman. They were best friends. Oh, no, I know. He was good back in his Blue Jays days. He's been terrible. Since. Yeah, he's no, awful I, now. I, this caught me off guard that he's still in the league. Wow. Yeah, he's still he's starting league. against Houston tonight. Uh, yeah, Might not I be mean, in the league for long. I do. I'm just looking. I'm trying to see if there's anything I like in this game. And there's really... Really not much. I mean, if you want to go JV the the way of JV strikeouts, his is sitting at six and a half. The over is at plus one hundred four. Um, I, I think that if there is something appealing about that game, that's probably what it is. JV, yeah. just, he's dominant, man. He, he's just. I don't know if I've ever seen a pitcher, um, into his forties now. I'm pretty sure JV is forty years old. If not, he's like thirty. High, yeah, thirty nine. Yeah, he's thirty nine. Actually, thirty nine years old. I mean. To be 39 years old, coming off of Tommy John, throwing you know a 1.4 ERA, slinging the rock at a Cy Young level is just—it's different. I don't know. I I don't like him, but it's at a point where it's <laughs> I like, like I gotta respect him. You know, I like know. I didn't like Tom Brady in New England, but then once I just started appreciating his greatness, you know, I was like, you know, this guy's fantastic. Like, there's it's not funny. much. I think JV is a little. I don't know. Who do you think is more hateable, JV or Tom Brady? For me personally, Tom Brady, because he just knocked my team out of the playoffs a few years ago. Yeah, that is true. I, I don't, don't like Tom Brady. And again, I actually like Tom Brady more when he was in New England. I like yeah, Tom Brady huh. more when he was yeah. huh. Yeah, I don't know. They're both very dislikable but, uh, guys. Verlander had that when he was kind of early in his Astros days. Now it's just kind of cool he's still pitching. I like him. He's always been cool. He's thrown a no-hitter in his career. It's just weird because we, like, at the end of his Detroit you know, stint, it so looked bad. like he was awful. Like he It was looked done. like he was, looked you like know, he was wrapping up. I, it, I don't know a pitcher that kind of came out of the dust like that, though. Like, he was done. Like, he looked fried. He was out for the rest of his year. Uh, his career was over or whatever. And then just flipped the switch. Like, imagine Noah Syndergaard all of a sudden becoming what he was with the Mets now for the Phillies. Like, I feel like it's that same type of thing. Like, that would just yeah. be... I think I think the only thing about Verlander is he pitched so long in Detroit that it was kind of like, all right, this makes sense. He's done. He played. He was a first ballot Hall of Famer in his Detroit years. Yeah. Then he kind of came out here and was like, wow. But it's like he's coming off of Tommy John pumping 101. He's amazing. Like what? What is going on with these surgeons that you know his arm tendons are allowed to do that still? Do you think they're gonna have uh? Some he's gonna take PEDs next year to break a record. I think he's close on a record, honestly. So I think he's on, on the wins record. I think I don't he's know. PEDs with pitchers is very interesting. Like, I, I never understood it. I don't it's just to get stronger either. so you could throw harder. Yeah, I guess, but like I don't. Yeah, Verlander. Yeah. The last thing Verlander needs is to throw harder, and like his spin rate is already through the roof. So true. True. I don't. I don't know. I got. Uh, I got one more pick for you. Me as well. All right, hit me with it. Yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming. This is a little late night game for any of you uh, West Coast people out there. This is uh, Washington Nationals against the Seattle Mariners. And this is just something like, honestly, you know, Robbie Ray on the mound for the Mariners. Obviously, you know, their ace coming off of his Cy Young season. Nice. And I mean, ace, and that's not, he's not even the best pitcher on their team. No, he's right not. Now, he's not. You know, which is, is scary. Probably but I feel the like third you gotta, best pitcher, to be you honest. You got to call him the ace just being that yeah. that's the, you know, they paid him the bag. Yeah. He's coming off the Cy Young. But his uh, his strikeouts are a little inflated. Obviously, playing the, a team like the Nationals, your strikeouts are going to be a little bit inflated. So I'm just going to be sticking with Seattle minus one and a half on the run line. At minus 120, um, they really shouldn't have a problem with a team like the Nationals. I can't even see... You know, it's going to get to a point where, I mean, the Nationals, they're, uh, Eric Fetty, 
can only get you Terrible. so far. You Terrible. know, like he can only get you so far. So for for the value of it, I'm liking the Seattle minus one and a half at minus 120. Fetty's got a five ERA. So we're going to be riding that one. And then if you also want to go along with the uh, the first half uh, run line, Seattle Mariners minus one and a half comes in at plus 118. And I don't know. It's a little interesting to me because I think they get they jump on them early. I, yeah. I think that that's kind of routine with a guy like Fetty that you're going to come out the first yeah. two, three innings and probably get two or three runs. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's pretty regular. We see that's the you. same vibe that we're coming with in the Marlins game against uh, the athletics, a pitcher, you know, same type of same type of guys. They're just giving up. They're just out there to eat outts and they yeah. can't do that. You that's know, you can't, yeah. can't do that. So just try to get them to the rebuild. I'm actually I found something in this game. I would not put much on it at all. It's just kind of a throw-in. Um, Julio Rodriguez, he's back from injury to get two hits over Fet against Fetty. Fetty's really bad, like terrible. Like honestly, he's been—he was a top prospect at one point, but he's been pretty bad his whole career. So I don't expect him to to add much to be very good tonight. And uh, with Julio back, I mean, two hits shouldn't be that difficult for him. But that's a plus three. Uh, Three thousand five hundred, so it's pretty high. So I wouldn't plus much three thousand five hundred for yep, two hits I, from J Rod tonight. Yep. What? Oh uh, wait. Oh, uh, uh, I hit two home runs. My bad. I was gonna say. Yeah, oh my, my god! I was about to put my house on there that. There we dude. go. There we go. Two oh five for the two hits. Two. Hits. I see. Wait, really? What is it? What is that on barstool? Yeah. I'm gonna wow. be really mad if he hits two home so runs. So if you're now, gonna, though. if you're interested in placing that bet. That uh, two hits from J-Rod on FanDuel is plus 150. So definitely avoid the FanDuel prop for yeah. that one because yeah, uh, Barstool has a lot, a yeah. lot more money for your uh, bang for your buck right there. That's bang. just, I was about to say, dude, plus 3,500. Oh my goodness. I'm throwing my the house bad. on I it. I misread that one for sure. Whoops. And I mean, I just want to talk about the fact now, now you're intriguing me a little bit. The, uh, the skewing that's going on between FanDuel and Barstool because I'm looking at FanDuel, you're looking at Barstool Sportsbook, and uh, two home runs on FanDuel for J Rod is plus 2,600. So they're really trying to just rip you off. So unless yeah. FanDuel's coming with uh, to us with a little bit of a bag, you know. Yeah, fuck, I'm not. I'm not. Fuck y'all. Yeah, yeah, do they? Who puts money on people to hit two home runs though? That's, that's so crazy. Like, that's unpredictable. Like that. That's something that just kind of happens. Like Starling Marte did it the other day. I would have never bet it. Like. Yeah. No, what do you think the odds would have been on Fernando Tatis's two grand slams of one inning? Probably not great. Probably, Probably what what do you think the like maximum high like you could get to? I don't know. That. I don't I don't I don't <laughs> I've never seen a It's probably the same as like the Giants winning the Super Bowl this year. All right, pal. I mean, hey, yeah, the same as Aaron Rodgers finding a receiver. I mean, oh, it's just you know, I don't Did know you... if you've seen, but he's pissed. He's he pissed. Him. Yeah, he, I you know, because the Mets have been so great i've kind of haven't gotten into my football teams yet but i did see aaron Rodgers was letting the receivers have it and it's yeah football yeah, season's I mean, gonna be great over here that's for sure it, it is i guess since we're, we're we're all done with our baseball bets for today right that was your i got last. one more i actually got, oh, one, you got more. one more got, all right i got uh, a quick one uh tonight's the last game that starts 10 10 uh corbin burns against the dodgers dodgers great amazing they're almost they're three wins away from 30 games, uh, 50 games over 500, which is Crazy. unbelievable. Um, but they do strike out a good bit. They've got Joey Gallo now. He's, he's known for his strikeouts. I know you know that. Uh, Cody Bellinger's known for his strikeouts. Muncy strikes out a good a good amount. That's three guys right there that will at least strike out once or twice. So I got over seven and a half strikeouts. Shouldn't be that difficult. He's probably 
tops in the Cy Young candidacy right now in the NL. So and they're going to be like going pretty decently far into this game. They've been playing for a week straight yeah. now. Yeah, and, and they um, honestly haven't been doing bad for who they've been playing. I'm pretty sure they played the Cardinals in a series. Then they had a, a, a light series, I think, against a lighter against the Phillies, and now they're playing the Dodgers. So the Brewers, uh, the Brewers actually, I believe, played the Reds. No, oh, did um, they play the Reds? Cubs. They uh, lost two or three to the Cubs. Jesus, man, you can't you can't be dropping games to the Cubs, man. Cannot yeah, be doing no, that. No, you can't be. That can't happen. But you were right. But they Corbin did beat Burns, the Dodgers right? last night, though. But I am Corbin Burns over seven. Over seven and a half. They shut the Dodgers out last night. They did shut the Dodgers out. Very interesting. Very intriguing. That's a good Dodgers uh, team. They actually made Sandy Alcantara look look normal. He actually raised his ERA from like what one point eight to two fifteen. Oh wow, that's actually a pretty big jump. But it is. He gave up six runs in three innings. I think it was something. So we're riding Corbin Burns tonight, and uh, yeah, let's do it. I guess at that Uh, that point, let's do it. Now, what the reason that I wanted you to get that last pick out is because we got we got like five minutes. We could dabble a little bit in our uh, football teams oh no <laughs> i just wanted to uh to say to ask you like that that quote from aaron Rodgers was just crazy like the, he, what did he call him out just say basically we can't be dropping balls we can't, can't be, be running bad routes like yeah. they're they're literally showing the film of exactly what he's talking about like yeah. as he's saying it so yeah the main <clears throat> there's <clears throat> a few main jobs for uh receiver gotta run routes and uh Gotta catch, catch the, ball. the ball, and that is uh, the two jobs you have is to just do that. And apparently, from what I've heard, they haven't been doing that very well, and oh, that no. scares me because I love our running backs. I don't want to see them run a lot because they'll die. So I'd like to see Aaron Rodgers have receivers to throw to. Now, I've been saying it for months now. Odell is still available. However, there's just no he's reason not, not to get him. But he's not going to play until like week six or seven. However, I'm willing to take six weeks of nothing to, and then have Odell come in instead of 18 weeks of nothing. So there's really no other option at this point. I thought we might get a... That is a good... That's a good comment. That is, he is... That was the craziest headline I've ever seen. I craziest. thought we lost our quarterback. I, it said... <laughs> Uh, Aaron Rodgers admits to taking psychedelic drugs. I'm like, what the fuck? Are we losing our quarterback for the year? And then they're like, oh, but it's not against league policy. I was like, I don't give a fuck what he does on his, his own time. Hey, Jalen Rager is available. I'm not doing this. I'm. Hey. Wait, did he just get? When did he get cut? No, he's he didn't get cut. He's just available. He's oh, up for trade. I don't. If he's cut, I'll sign him. I'm not trading anything for him. I I listen. I think Reynolds Cobb's great. All right. At best, he's fifty receiver. years old. Yeah, at best, he's right he's there a, with Albert Pujols. Honestly, on any other team, he'd probably just be a punt returner. On the yeah. Packers, he's our number two right now, and Alan Lazard's a glorified tight end. I love Alan Lazard. Really, not the best pass. He's not catcher. a wide receiver one. That's no. our number one right now. So hey. I get why they traded Devontae Adams. They got a lot back for him. It's okay. He didn't want to be a Packer anymore. Why haven't we replaced him yet? Yeah, that's that's the big thing for me. And I mean, all I'm saying. Is I've I've been saying this for a little bit now. My one of my favorite NFL futures bets is for the Minnesota Vikings to steal that NFC North division. Get the the NFC North. No, plus two forty. The value of the Vikings winning the NFC North. We looked at their schedule on most sports TV, and they have a pretty not easy. We have uh, some win eleven eleven twelve games. Yeah, what's up? The uh, Brooklyn Nets and uh, Kevin Durant have agreed to continue their partnership. 
he will be oh, on the team this season. That's that somewhat was, breaking news. There you go. Makes me happy. Snooze. I mean, uh, whatever. But, uh, yeah, I, once I saw the Kyrie headline the other day of him <laughs> staying, I knew it was whatever. But yeah, there you I go. think uh, that that the mushrooms uh, headline was insane. So I mean, Aaron Rodgers. It's now just coming down to like, who is yeah, this that guy? Me like, so we, off guard. everyone thought that like Aaron Rodgers was just this wholesome, you know. Just regular, average guy that was really representing, you I think know, he that was. I think Olivia so Munn might have fucked him up. Yeah. He got into that Her Hollywood when he started Patrick. I don't know. He yeah, was but a... Danica Patrick's not really in Hollywood. Olivia Munn yeah. is, and she kind of, like, fucked him up. I'm going to blame her. You know what? Yeah. I, we haven't won a Super Bowl in a decade plus, so I really, I'm blaming her. I don't know. I might have to come back on. Depending it's... on how your first few weeks go, I might have to come back with my Aaron Rodgers' overrated take. So... It's so odd because, honestly, this is the best defense we've ever had. Maybe in Packers history. So why sell Devontae Adams? And it just doesn't make now. sense. Well, like, he didn't want to play you? there. I, I mean, know. The players have like, the power, man. That's Yeah, it's just like you, you were in such a spot of contention to where now it's like I'm questioning if the Vikings are going to take that division. I love, fantasy-wise this season, I love Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Both of them. You like, I really like. They're gonna be getting work, and that's only because Aaron Rodgers has nobody else on the team to help well, them out. They're gonna be good running. They're good running backs, and and I'll give Aaron Jones this is good receiver too. Receiving back, he's gonna be catching a lot of passes. He is gonna be. He is gonna be catching a lot of passes. Yeah, I was waiting for you to bring it up at some point because we haven't talked that much football. But that that receivers thing that that happened like in the middle of camp. That wasn't even like the first week or two. That was like I think it was last week, and we're in like week three or four. Yeah. If we're still struggling on our guys catching passes, week one we got an easy one, I think. I think we play Minnesota. Minnesota's easy for us. It always has been. But after that, I know the week that I won't be home. So okay. I don't know what we'll do in terms of recording, but that that's for another time. They're playing Tampa Bay. I am so happy I'm going to be missing that game because we're going to get our shit kicked in if this is the team we're putting out there. Because Odell's the only one available. He's not coming back till week six or seven. So... I, yeah, I don't know, man. If I, I see know, Odell sign somewhere, I might actually throw something. Like I think he signs in Buffalo. I, that's I what think I he's, think too. And I'm gonna be really mad. It's gonna be scary. if he signs in Buffalo. It's gonna get really, really scary, really quick. Because now you got Stephon Diggs, you got Gabe Davis, you got Odell, you got the defense that they just had, and don't added somebody Von Miller. Else like, don't they have that white guy? Oh my goodness, they got Cole Beasley. There you go. The guy yeah. won't get vaccinated. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. Yeah, Cole Beasley. Yeah. He's a dog. He he's a dog. I hated him on the Cowboys, but Cole Beasley's been playing his ass off with the Bills. And like I said, you got Gabe Davis who just caught three touchdowns yeah. in a playoff game. Like, yeah. come on. And also oh, Dawson Knox is a legitimate. Dude, tight I had end. my brother yeah. draft Dawson Knox in his fantasy league because he's like, I love Dawson Knox. So Man, out of I, Miami, I mean he's been a dog since college I, days. I really I I've always liked Dawson Knox. But I hate I hey, hate it. Going back to the Packers, like we said, there's some turmoil at the wide receiver position. Not necessarily turmoil. It's just a bunch of basically two retards fighting. Yeah. And, um, hey, like I'd like I be saying, the Minnesota Vikings to win the NFC North at plus 240. I no. think they pull off 11 to 12 wins this season. You got a Justin Jefferson. This is his breakout year. I get he was amazing last season too, but this is the year where he solidifies himself as the wide receiver one. Adam Thielen's going to take somewhat of a step back, being that he's a little bit older. You know, he's still a great wide receiver, but we've seen his injury riddled past kind of catching up to him now. So I think a little bit of pressure is going to come off of him. It's now going to be the Justin Jefferson show. And 
They got Dalvin Cook. Can Kirk Cousins just get these guys the rock? That's really what it comes down to. And I think Kirk Cousins gets them the rock before your wide receivers step up. That's just my thought process behind it. And so if the Vikings defense can stop anybody. I'm not going to sell Alan Lazard short. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because he's a veteran. And same thing with Cobb. <clears throat> they need somebody to literally week one turn into a rookie phenom like a Debo. When Debo was a rookie, they need some like they need. I think the names that I've heard the most of is Romeo Dubes. I think how to say it. I don't know how to say it. It's spelled really weird. They love him, but him and Aaron haven't gotten along yet. Listen, I don't give a crap if you guys don't like each other. I don't give a crap how he does in training camp. Week one, when we show up to Minnesota, he's got to be ready to catch the ball. Because Alan Lazard going to get covered by the number one. That's probably not going to go well. So I, all I'll say is Matt LaFleur better get creative because this is going to be an interesting year. Yeah. Yeah. And this is really testing LaFleur as a coach, too. It you is. know, he's going to need he just to be got an extension too. offensive schemes. Yeah. He's going to figure mm-hmm. out. He's, he has to figure out how to put points on the board. Yeah. And that's a fact. That is a I fact. I hope he does. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, I don't. I think that's going to wrap it up for today. Um, yeah. I do just want to give a quick shout out to our our one guy, our our one man, our commenter. Oh uh, uh, well, obviously our our boy uh, Double R as well. But oh, yeah. he, thank you, Double R, for co- coming out and commenting and you know sharing the show with us. I love it. Um, I thank also you. wanted to give a shout out to to Danny Vogelback and run his clip one last time before uh, you know in honor of the Subway Series tonight. He's going yaw again today. You think he's going yard? Oh, can it. we get a can we get a prop on that? Oh, let's what is get the odds on that. Yeah. Danny Vogelback. Yeah, well, I'll let this video this clip play. Shout out to Danny Vogelback on all of his sandwiches. Uh, Vogie Hoagie, he already know. We're, we're we're giving him a quick shout out. So here here goes nothing. Here he is, Danny Vogelback. He just got out of the deli. He had a nice couple sandwiches. And now he's strolling up to the plate. Let's see what he does here. Let's go, Dan. Ah, he's upset with that call. He said, ah, fuck, I'm starving. Somebody get me a sandwich, huh? Shit. Fucking don't on anything. Starving. Every time I hear that, I want to go to a deli and get a sandwich. I think I might do that now. <laughs> Every time. Um, I got the odds on that. at uh... Appreciate you, Double R. Yeah, appreciate you. as well. You. Let's, let's cash out tonight. Yes, let's sir. Yes, sir. Uh, plus 575. Plus 575. So I'm in on There that. you go. I Danny called Vogel. it last night. I said in my group chat where it's all Yankee fans. And me, I said, Daniel Vogelbeck's going, yeah. I just don't think we're winning the game. Did it. Unfortunately, we didn't win the game tonight. I think he goes, yeah. Still don't know about the game. Hey, <laughs> I have I no guess idea. We'll see. We will see. And I'm, we're going to be, you know, live tweeting any updates that we find throughout the day. Any, uh, you know, injuries or any lineup changes that come. We're going to be updating y'all. So, in case you don't already, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at ML Madness Pod. Yes, sir. And, yeah, that's going to wrap us up for today. Again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Double R, thank you for all your comments. You as well. Stay safe, and let's cash out tonight. So Yes, sir. Let's go, let's go Yanks. Let's go Mets. Let's get a let's go Mets. <laughs>